Okay. We're recording. <laughs> you, want to, uh, you want to uh you want to start us off, Billy? Uh yes I do. Um <laughs> uh no, actually I don't. I I don't know what to say. I'm I'm ill prepared for this. got Henry next to me with his camera and he's uh, trying to show me pictures of stuff like this. Nice, Henry. That's awesome. Is that Henry two times? It's Henry two times. Yeah, that's oh his uh, gangster. Like, that's his gangster yeah. nickname. Like, he says everything two times. <laughs> uh, uh, what was papers, it? Get the papers. You know, what was it? Uh, there was one where his name was like Johnny one time. And why they call him that? Because he only says everything one time. And then later, and whatever it was, they asked him to repeat himself. And he went. <laughs> All right, uh, Henry, they called times. him that because he said away. everything five times. Uh, well, so welcome we, uh, to the May 22nd edition of the Friends of the Rant podcast. We do not have a friend joining us today because I guess on friends. Friday, May 22nd, the year 2020, we, we have no friends. We are uh, just recording? hours away from the <laughs> beginning of phase two of the reopen. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I'm going to be standing out in uh, standing outside of a restaurant waiting for five o'clock, and then once it uh, once five o'clock strikes, I'm going to turn right back around and go home. Yeah. Hey, you think anyone will utter? I'm the, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyone will make the joke? It's five o'clock somewhere, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure of it. Okay. I saw people in Texas were waiting to not, last night for 12 o'clock because they started at 12 o'clock today. So what does that mean here? It means we've got restaurants, restaurants. are allowed to open their doors to, was it 50% capacity? Yeah. That's right. Okay. But not a, bars, but what is the distinction, you know? It has to do with the percentage of your revenue that comes from food versus alcohol. Oh, really? I don't so know like, what that percentage is, though. Well, I know. I wonder uh, if bars can just do food. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think I they know, can sell alcohol. I know that uh, the uh, this I mean, this is it, guys. This is what people have been marching on downtown Raleigh for. This is what they couldn't wait three weeks for. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, and they did wait three weeks, and it didn't kill them. <laughs> uh, I saw that the president said today that we're not locking down again. Did you see that? He's like, if it comes back in September, we're just not locking down. It's not going to happen again. Well, how, how about that? <laughs> so that's reassuring. Thanks, Obama. Okay. Yeah, hang on one second, gentlemen. I am uh, I'm having all sorts of... of uh, Obama gate. Hang on one second. Is this an ill-fated episode of our our podcast? Is this just going to go poorly? Continue to go right. poorly? Okay, here it goes. So these um these are such great noise canceling headphones that 
when I spoke, I couldn't even hear myself. <laughs> I could hear you guys great, but I couldn't hear myself. I was like a muffled, so I took these headphones off and now I can hear myself. And you and, sound uh, better. I oh, think, do I? Okay, good. Are they Bose brand? Yeah. Well, they're, they're stage right, which, <laughs> which uh, is probably probably about the same level of quality as the world renowned Bose. Yeah, well, they they were awesome because I could not hear myself and it was driving me insane. So now I'm back and uh, I'm listening to a podcast right now called Talking Sopranos, which is two of the series regular actors from the Sopranos going through each episode and Bose noise canceling headphones are their sponsor. So hearing Michael Imperioli, you know, when he stops to give the give the read off the sponsor, he's like. Today's episode is brought to you by Bose noise canceling headphones. It sounds <laughs> he sounds just like Christopher, which reminds me of. So didn't he leave? That, he left huh? the show. He left the show because he wanted to be a bigger star or something, right? No. Oh, okay. No. I thought he had like a contract dispute. I mean, if um, if you haven't seen The Sopranos and are planning on it, you may want to. I'm giving a spoiler alert on a show that ended 13 years ago, but. Um, the ep- like right the episode where he died toward the end of the series right yeah. after that a commercial came out for HD DVD and it was Michael that. Imperi. <laughs> do, do you like movies? <laughs> then, I'm, then I must tell you about the new uh, HD DVD. Enjoy all of your favorites in the highest picture quality and sound. I must tell you, <laughs> it was awesome. He pitched tequila too, didn't he? Probably. I guess he has one of those voices. <laughs> do you like tequila? we're off the rails guys we are so <laughs> off the rails yeah we were well we i don't think we ever got on the rails so if uh if you guys want to get on the rails i guess we can talk about what we've got coming up in the next rant or we could talk about what we've got coming up this week i mean we've got we've had a couple of, yeah. of good non-covid stories come out this week they're they're brief but announcing the opening of new dining establishments yeah and I, I think it's it's I'm enjoying the theme, but I'm I'm finding it hard to put into words. You had sagebrush sagebrush close last June, which was a long-standing steakhouse with you know the Western cowboy theme. You know, you go and you get the rustler burger or whatever. And opening in its place is an unrelated restaurant called the Dodge City Steakhouse. <laughs> and then the next month, Yamato closed. And opening in its place is a Japanese restaurant called Teriyaki Express. You have these uh, thematically consistent. Well, maybe it makes sense. Maybe the steakhouse is well equipped for cooking steak. Maybe the saloon style doors Japanese, already in place. <laughs> the Japanese <laughs> restaurant has the uh, probably already has the sushi bar in it, and the. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that surfaces. this is good. I don't think the teriyaki. Express is going to have sushi. In fact, the plans show that they're remote, they're taking the sushi bar out. Okay. But it's more like a hibachi express, you know, or a, what is it? Sarkis. It look, the menu looks similar. Sarkis is good. Hey, they've, they've come through in the pandemic. We've been there several times because we didn't have the Chinese restaurants. And now they're um, back. Well, John, you mentioned this before we started recording this. Is uh, anytime we t- tend to do a new restaurant opening story, it uh, it does really well for us in in terms of 
website hits and comments and uh, um, and you, I think you, yeah, posed, why, you posed why the question that? why, yeah, why? I guess people are just excited to hear something new's coming. People um, like a new place to eat. But like, do you think, do you think it's a small town thing or do you think it's a, like, do you think in Raleigh when the News and Observer <laughs> posts that a new taco place is coming up that they, that their web traffic doubles that day or is this, uh, is this a small thing? There's an, an online outlet covering Wilmington that I follow called Port City Daily. And they wrote a story about a restaurant. I cannot remember the name of it, but it was like a taco place. And it popped up and it said coming soon. And then it was there for like months without opening. And nobody could figure out other than that it was somehow connected to the cookout chain. Oh, and yeah, I remember that. They posted yeah. a story about that. And Wilmington's a much bigger city than Sanford. And people there seemed just as interested. And um, it, 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 it when it, it seems opened, like they're they, really they interested, but then, but then, uh, yeah, but it's not it, like we like don't have a Japanese money, place. Maybe only one hundred of those people will actually ever try the place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think people are just just happy that the option is out there, and that uh, that makes them happy that they live in a city that has more options. But it doesn't mean they're ever going to actually visit the place. If that makes <laughs> sense, like like I get excited when I hear that a new Hobby Lobby is opening because yay for Sanford, but am I ever going to go to Hobby Lobby? No, only if my wife sends me to go pick up something that I will eventually get wrong. So um, yeah. yeah, I don't think, uh, I, I think it's just the news that something is coming is what excites people more than the actual thing that is coming. If that makes sense. I yeah, want to go to Hobby Lobby because I hear that they've got these 3,500 year old cuneiform tablets can I ask you guys, uh, circling back to restaurants, um, it's just made me think of a question. I've lived here uh, 12 years now, maybe going on 13 years, and there are still maybe <laughs> there are still places there's still places that I've never eaten at here. And I don't I'm not gonna I, I don't want to ruin any maybe future uh, advertisers with this, but what is that I actually wouldn't wouldn't guys? mind are knowing there places here that you've never eaten before. I can't think. I was just thinking. I don't. Think um, I what's the place that used to be Snappy Seafood? Oh yeah, Boat Snappy House. Seafood. I think it is Snappy Seafood. No, it's called the Boathouse now. Okay. And I've never yeah. been there, but I'm interested. There, there's. They used to have a sign up that said "Home to the Sanford Dog." Wow. I wonder what the Sanford Dog is. If that anybody, if anybody is familiar with the Sanford Dog, email me at Gordon at RantNC dot com. That needs okay. to be and enlighten me. It comes with a little sweater vest. <laughs> Go to it's, got, it's, it's it's topped with bits of brick. You can only eat it while bass fishing. <laughs> I've never eaten at Bay Breeze. What? Bay Breeze is good. Bay Breeze is good. I never it's, said it was bad. I uh, we're not a huge. I've never eaten at that seafood family, but um, that's one. It's a Sanford. Uh, that's a Sanford, a well-known Sanford establishment, and I've never been there before. They, they, have, give you, they, they give you lots stuff. of food. Yeah, you get a big plate of fried seafood Cramps. and and French fries and yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's good. Over, it's been a it's long time since I've been there, but it's overwhelming. It is. <laughs> it's it's daunting. Go on their billboard. <laughs> yeah, we will overwhelm you. <laughs> what about you, um, Owens? There's got to be that, somewhere you've never eaten before. That here. place beside Hunan that used to be now when it was a Mexican restaurant, we went there a lot. Oh yeah, Lee we Lee. went there for. Um, 
former Herald editor Dan Fields' final. <laughs> we lunch. drove. We drove back to the <laughs> yeah. office, playing the final countdown. <laughs> yeah, the final countdown by Europe came on, and <laughs> we sang it. But, but uh, Luli is is pretty good. Is it good sushi? Or yeah, um, well, I, the sushi is fine. That's usually not what I get there. Um, they've got like some other other Asian cuisines beyond Japanese. They yeah. have the Vietnamese pho. It pho. looks like pho, but pho. it's pronounced yeah. pho. Pho, yeah, oh. which is like a, a a noodle soup with thinly sliced sliced beef and a really rich broth. It's it's great. I have to check that out. Where else? Hmm, let's Rick, think about it. <laughs> Rick City Grill. I've had that, but have y'all? They're an advertiser. Brother. Yeah, I've had that. I've, yeah, they advertised with us this month. I've, I've, never, I've never eaten there. I've never eaten good. at a. I've never eaten at the Ruby Tuesday here. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm not, not a big. Ruby if you've ever been to one, you've, <laughs> I've been, you've been to one. Been to yeah, it. yeah. Well, I go there sometimes when they send you that coupon in the mail. Yeah, that used to be please, more, please more common. <laughs> but no, yeah. There's, I mean, there's like there's a few places here, I guess, that I, I've never been to before, and and like with big degrees, I don't know what it would take. Like, well, you get into your routines, and yeah, yeah, exactly. you get your favorites. Yeah, Wonder what the question. most popular restaurant in Sanford is. Coaches is pretty, pretty packed, or San Felipe probably. San Felipe's got to be, yeah, got to be a big one. Well, I guess well, those guys are excited, huh? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Although, uh, I seem to remember reading that a lot of restaurant owners were not necessarily excited for fifty percent yeah. capacity because. Yeah, I can see that too. I was thinking about and that. You're hiring wait staff that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they may lose money on that. 50%. So are you, or are the two of you going to be day one or this weekend sitting down in a restaurant no. or? No, I don't think so. And is your reason not for not doing it, does it still have to do with safety and health reasons? Or is it just because um, that's a routine that you feel like you have to kind of slowly ease back into? Um, I think that. Or is it still too weird? We're going to be with my mom this weekend, so she doesn't want to. Um, so that's the reason for the weekend, but then I don't really know that we will for a while. <laughs> oh, they oh, I got an email that the grill at Quail Ridge is open again. Have you? Oh, they there? do a good burger, really? Yeah, they got a real I good burger. You can get out. those tater tots with it. Um, the, the other reason that I had was uh, I've got a fridge full of meals, yeah, potential meals. Yeah, the, the one thing that has changed most, I think. For, for us during this these last few months is our grocery bills, which have gone up uh, extensively, dramatically. dramatically. Yeah. And I think, uh, and for good reason, obviously, is, is we're cooking a lot more. But uh, um, I, I, I was just telling Jennifer uh, yesterday that I've enjoyed, I, I've enjoyed cooking at home and, and doing that every night and having leftovers the next day rather than wasting a ton of food and, and going out for lunches and eating food that maybe isn't the best for you on a regular basis. I feel like I'm eating a lot at home, but I don't feel like I'm, I think I feel like I'm eating healthier at home. So, uh, that part of per, this, per the governor's order, healthier at home. Yeah. Well, isn't that what safer, it's called? Safer at home. Uh, they call it his, his stay healthy at home or they call Sa- it the, the initiative. Safer. Regardless, we're we're cooking a lot more, and I, I feel like it's better for us. It's better for 
it's better for our kids and, and our kids have enjoyed taking part in cooking and all that kind of so that's the one part of this that I feel like I don't I don't feel like it's been terrible. It's who, it's who does most of the cooking, you or Jennifer? Oh, Jennifer or, does ninety six percent of it. Anytime, what? how barbaric and backwards of you? Anytime, what four percent do you cook? Uh, she'll hand me recipes and say, "Can you handle this?" And usually, I can. Yeah. I did a I did a chicken parmesan caprese that wasn't so bad. Mm. Yeah, but I also do mm. the do the stereotypical grilling. Um, I like doing that. So, but no, I. I cook sometimes. I make kids lunches and stuff. I don't count that as cooking, but but no, she handles all that. We've got a um, one of the early purchases during pandemic was an air fryer, and we have uh, really enjoyed everything that has come out of that thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The air, air fryer is the bomb. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was actually reheated pizza. I was there. standing in a I was standing in a Target or a Walmart back in December during Christmas and. I remember Jennifer telling me she wanted an air fryer, but I couldn't remember if it was air fryer or pressure cooker or whatever it was, the new instant, instant pot. pot. And yeah, I couldn't remember. And I was holding I was holding one in each hand, weighing them, saying, which one did she say? And I I chose the uh, Instapot and I was incorrect in that choosing. Does it does <laughs> doesn't the Instapot the have air frying capability? Uh, no, you can get them that have both. Oh uh, yeah, not the one I got, apparently. You bought the wrong one, Billy. Yeah, when she opened it, she went, oh, yeah. I already had one of these. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's nice. Can't wait to take uh, this back. I did buy an air fryer for Christmas because I'm a good husband. That's what she wanted, and that's what we got. Yeah, it sounds like a stereotypical <laughs> gift, but... It was the bomb. So, yeah, I, I'm loving everything from it. We, uh, we've done... We've fried shrimp in it, which was pretty good. We've... Uh, yeah, we cooked steak in it, even. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to go, air fryer. You have saved. You have saved Christmas. What if? What if this was happening in 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 the middle of Christmas? I know. That's what I, I thought of that when it first happened. I bet things wouldn't would not have shut down like it did. No. <laughs> no. I bet nothing would have been like. Well, some people won't be making it to Christmas this year. That's was right. It, was this about? I mean, you can't really pick a perfect time for it to happen but could, was this about the perfect time for it to happen because it really well yeah spring winding down you know s- school had already been two-thirds of the way over yeah they're just um, mailing it in for the year yeah. at this point and uh mm. and it's opening up just as summer starting and people are getting out in warm weather I maybe it was like planned that, like that planned if it was planned if we didn't want to go back to our conspiracy talk i feel like i feel like this is the way it was supposed to happen but like, what if it hits right. in in October? Do people just miss Thanksgiving and Christmas? Well, it's just like you said with the the president saying, "If it comes back, we're not shutting down again." I really feel like he's not alone in that mindset. I feel like yeah. he might have a lot of governors that might step in and say, "You know, the, we need to do this or that." But you think those marches in Raleigh were were anything? I think you would have a full out revolt from some people and. You make an interesting point. Like, what is Trump was the one that said that the he punted it to the governors in the first mm-hmm. place. He issued guidelines, but no orders. Uh, well, so the way I feel is, I, I feel like I feel like everybody who quote unquote you know followed the rules and did all this 
did so with the mindset that this would all end and we would get back to normal. And I feel like if come October, it's even worse. I don't think you're going to see a shutdown again because I don't know if the economy can handle it. And again, that's putting the economy over health. And, and uh, I don't agree with that, but I don't think that's the way it's going to go. I think people are going to muscle through it and say, you know, um, <laughs> this is, you know, we're just going to have to maybe still wear masks and be socially distant, but I don't think you're going to see a full out shutdown. You might see the reduced capacity things again, but, or, or gyms and bars, but you're not going well, to Well, so that's what the public health professionals have been saying anyway, that to the extent that this can be contained, there will be many outbreaks in the future. Yeah. But if we're prepared to do things like reduce capacity. And what's going to happen is you're going to see when it does come back, you're going to see our economy still function and you're going to see um, probably similar rates of infection that we had now, but what people don't, and they're going to point and say, well, see, we shouldn't have done that back then. But what people don't realize is what we did these first three months, they said it from the very beginning, it was flattening the curve. This was not intended to get rid of it. This was intended to allow our healthcare system to manage the influx of first round um, infections that we were going to get from this. And it did, it flattened it and it made in the North Carolina, definitely it's just been consistent for us um, for these three months. But yeah, I think, oh, yeah. The, I think the stay at home orders and all that did what it was intended to do, which was not overwhelm our, our system here. And um, does that mean that it's still going to work come the fall and that we're not going to be overwhelmed then? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm just telling you what people have told me and what, what I think. So where are we on COVID locally? 343 cases the last time we heard with 170 recovered and three deaths. When the county announced that it was moving to only announcing new numbers on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, there were competing schools of thought that this was about increasing the number, artificially increasing the number, and also artificially decreasing it. When probably the reason is that cases have slowed significantly we do have a large number but the doubling rate has gone way down at the peak of growth the rate of new infections was doubling every four or five days and it now has not doubled in something like almost 20 days i want to say if you just do the numbers every other day then you're going to have larger numbers on those days and it's going to make people panic more yeah <laughs> that's um, the train of thought and before I, we are, before I hit record, I was telling you that uh, we had posted that we had 170 people who had recovered, 343 total cases, 170 people had recovered, and three people had died from it. And the first question was, well, how many people, why won't you tell us how many people still have it? And I right. got a giggle out of that because, you know, um, also it did it, say it in the story, but yeah, well, when I wrote the story about Dodge City Steakhouse I said that the plans included part of the menu and I posted that part of the menu keyword being part of and the amount of people we heard from not just on how Facebook they don't got but, steaks yeah they said how can they call themselves a steakhouse when they don't have steaks I looked <laughs> at the menu well I said it was part of the menu clicking the story and reading it does two things it it 
um, gives us hits and therefore it makes our advertisers happy and therefore it funds our website and it allows us to do what we're doing right now. So that's one thing. Number two, it gives you the information that you need to um, in on it and make an opinion on it. Um, yes. So we, we ask people that just please click it. You don't have to read the whole story, just but click it, get what you want from that story and then base your comment or your question on that and not on to don't just look at the headline and say, yeah, why? And, and back to the COVID thing, I do suspect that we're about to see another big spike in cases for a couple of reasons. The News and Observer has reported that Pilgrim's Pride will be testing all of its employees. And that's a place that we know had a lot of cases. So I suspect you'll find more. And also the county next week will be offering drive-through testing at Deep River Elementary to certain select people. Wow. And I wonder why they picked Deep River Elementary. It's pretty far I, out of there. I have no idea. You, With more testing, you will see more cases now. Is that the motivation for the testing? I, I don't think so. I think that they want to find out who's got this. Yeah. And that's why they're testing. It's better to know the accurate number than to have a number that you're happy with, but it not you know be what, the correct number. Right. You know what you, you, know what you sound like, Silly? Uh, What's he what sound like? I sound you like? sound like a sheeple. That's right. Stop being a sheeple. Wake up. Wake up. Hang on, Billy's, hang on one second, guys. I'm Billy, gonna mute myself. He's gonna sneeze or what? Billy's Billy's just muted himself. Why? Because he's an idiot. It's does, cold does, and there it's cold and there are bears. Does <laughs> does mute mean that he can hear us? Or? Yes, he can still hear us. Oh look, Haley's in the house. She has a homework question. I'm trying to answer it. So maybe you guys can help. Okay. Oh yeah. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Let's be, Haley, a, know, let's be Haley, a service to the community here. What is the main, I, smart. what Haley's is the main idea of this, of the house of, of this section of the house of representatives? What section? What is well, it's something she had to read about the house of representatives, but here's the question. What is the main idea to describe the many jobs within it, to tell about the length of time members can serve, to tell about the administrative duties, completed by the principal clerk or to describe how the speaker of the house appoints committee members. I thought that was going to be a much more interesting question. And well, we can't answer it without reading the section in question. Okay. Well, I'm not going to bore people with that, but, um, the Haley, I don't know. Um, <laughs> says the presiding officer of the house of representatives is the speaker of the house. The speaker is selected by members. The speaker's duties are blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's D. Describe how the Speaker of the House appoints. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. That can't be it. I didn't ask you to tell me the answer. <laughs> oh, she's smarter than you. Come on. Well, but you already had D down, though. Yes. Billy, haven't you read the Constitution? <laughs> he's, he's a sheeple. <laughs> so right. Clara was Clara was doing Venn diagrams the other day, and she's in first grade, and I'm like, what is this? First yeah. grade. Venn diagrams in first in grade. first grade, yeah, yeah. It was right. when Vin Diesel's in first grade. Sorry, <laughs> what? That's, Sorry. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Sorry, aren't y'all tired of the Coronas? Oh yeah. I mean, really, I'm tired of it. I'm over it. 
When is sports coming? <laughs> what were we talking about before I was uh, rudely interrupted? So rudely interrupted. We were talking about increasing testing. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's gonna happen. We're gonna get more numbers. Yeah, I suspect late next week, early the week before, probably have some numbers that might seem alarming, but are probably the result of those free tests that the county's doing. And I don't know when the Pilgrim's Pride testing is happening or if it's already happened, but those well, those numbers will probably be reflected in the next 10, 12 days. Yeah, and a lot of people that work at Pilgrim's Pride don't live here. I think uh, one of the right. deaths, the, the death reported from Pilgrim's Pride was actually somebody who lives in Chatham County. So while uh, that is something that happened here, the death is attributed to Chatham County, which is, uh, I think we're still at three. But again, that's a, a skewed number somewhat because one of those, a fourth person contracted it here. So allegedly, possibly, more than likely. We'll say more than likely. So the uh, June edition of the Rant Monthly will be out in yeah, June. Yeah, I know the last few months we've, uh, we've talked a lot about how people are being affected by this and what it's doing um, locally. But I think... Uh, for this next edition, we're going to attempt to look ahead, believe it or not, and we're going to see um, what does a reopening of Lee County look like throughout several areas. We're uh, going to look at what this means for um, businesses, what this means for um, extracurricular activities, um, how are our hospitals holding up right now, and uh, and maybe um, how this affects um, our houses of worship and uh, possibly if there's a plan in place for our schools yet, I don't think that there is. I know at Campbell University, um, they're meeting next week to discuss um, a fall plan. And I think they're, they're looking to move forward for the fall. I know a lot yeah. of universities around the country are. And some the are. UNC system announced yesterday that they're starting on August 10th. Yeah. Campbell and they're going to they're going to end at Thanksgiving. Campbell made the, national news with its decision to offer um, uh, individual dorms to each student. And uh, I, I wasn't aware when we posted that story that, that we were the only university who had, who had committed to that. A lot of people were asking us, well, does that mean that Campbell doesn't have a lot of students coming in? And it's not what that means. Um, I can speak on behalf of Campbell here. <laughs> um, we had we had two dorm rooms that were um, that were no longer in use. Dorm residence halls. I'm sorry, that were no longer in use, and uh, those are being reconverted to uh, to take in the influx of students. So, so they're all going to be work. exposed to asbestos. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to be exposed to things far worse than coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, there are, um, now some of those students still have to share a suite in a bathroom, but I think, uh, maybe that's more manageable than, than having roommates. I think what a lot of other universities are doing too, is they're going to end the semester at Thanksgiving. And what that will do is it'll prevent students from going home and returning. And therefore, you know, if they do contract it at, a, at their university, it prevents them from going and spreading it and then bringing it back and just all the travel it takes away a lot of travel when they do that. So I think it a lot sounds of to sounds to me like they're trying to get rid of trying to get rid of Christmas break, part of the the yeah. war on Christmas. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's what this all is was from the beginning was the war on Christmas. But that's right. I'm not saying Campbell's doing that. I'm saying that's what a lot of universities are doing though is they're going to end their their end their semester at Thanksgiving. 
Um, Sorry, I was schools, that school, there's a there's a social media post going around about schools right now and what schools will have to do in order to come back in the fall. And a lot of people are debunking that social media post that's been going around, but some of it's true in that schools will have to reconsider how they do lunches. You're not probably not going to see cafeterias function the way they normally do. Uh, students will probably be eating prepackaged meals in their rooms, in their classrooms for a while things like that. And I think for those just, there that, that, that are still anti-mask, I think you're gonna have to bite the bullet and get over it because I think masks are going to be a big part in a lot of these places returning. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's going to be like next to impossible to keep kids from spreading, spreading this is, if they yeah. do go back. But I was, I was always a healthy guy until my kids started going to school and then for real. <laughs> I was getting everything. So big Memorial Day plans, anybody? We're going to no, I, I honestly did not know this was Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Ooh. Until the guy changing my oil today um, attributed their busy day to this being Memorial Day weekend. Why do you hate the troops? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was, I always thought it was the end of May. I didn't know it was the second to last weekend of May. I, I it's it, usually I, I the end of May. Week. Yeah, it seems like it's early this year, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's because. Well, thank you. That's why. It's because the the following Monday is June first. Oh, that's right. It's right. the last Monday in the okay. month. Well, that's why. I, I honestly, I thought it was next weekend, and when they told me that, I was like, oh. Hmm. I also don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Usually, I don't know what day of the week we're at. Yeah, it has nothing to do with my disdain for the troops. What have you guys been binging? I've never, because I've never served. So we're we're working on the Last Kingdom. Have you heard of this? What is that? It's on Netflix. It's like a um, uh, Game of Thrones ripoff, but it's in England. It's like historical mm. fiction instead of like fantasy. Fantasy fiction. That's pretty good. I mean, it's not great, but Ashley likes it. I just I blew it, through the fifth season of Better Call Saul, which I had to purchase on. Excuse me, on Amazon Prime. I haven't gotten there yet. It's haven't very good. Through five yet? Is it good? It's very good. Okay. I need to watch yeah. that. Um, we're doing the Handmaid's Tale right now, which is oh yeah, um, interesting show. And like yeah, the first, we watched the first season. That. I haven't and seen. I'm, it. And I've I've caught this show off and on throughout my life the last few years. <laughs> um, just the last few years, I've caught it off and on, but I've actually started watching on Hulu, and that's uh, Rick and Morty, which uh, never is, watched it. I need to. It's. It's really smart show. Really, really well done. Smart, vulgar yet highly intelligent. Time I kind of want to. I kind of want to watch um, Big Mouth. Oh, Big Mouth's great. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not for the children. Hey, I know what we can. I know what we can talk about. Oh yeah. Hey, Cameron came to me. and He's like, you got to watch Big Mouth. Oh God. <laughs> oh no, no. Well, he's no. probably at that age where he's. I mean, yeah, it's, it's describing a, his life. But he's got a pillow power yeah. right now. <laughs> you, you can't watch it with him. Uh, the, uh, oh, damn it, the uh, Scorpions podcast. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Did that you was listen great. to it? Yeah. Wind of Change. Premised yeah. on, the, on a rumor that the CIA wrote Wind of Change for the Scorpions in an effort to uh, accelerate the end of the Cold War. <laughs> What are Which, your What are your thoughts on it? Because I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think to it go was. Go back to the lyrics of it. Is that the oh, take man. me 
Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I I do not think that that is a thing that happened. I don't either. I agree with you. You're right. I thought you would be on the other side. But I could see them using that as, you know, like promoting it. Right. Once it caught on. Right. I think it the whole thing was not an exercise in whether to find out if the CIA wrote a song for a German rock band, but I think it was to show what the CIA does. And, and it's not a comprehensive look, but there are some interviews with former agents and that sort of thing that are really fascinating. Yeah. And it tells kind of a winding story that goes to a lot of unexpected places, which I think is really uh, entertaining. The cynical part of me wonders if the rumor was just made up because the person it came from is never identified, is never on the podcast. And That's I, true. the cynical part of me wonders, but I think there are too many coincidences for that to have been true. There, there's just too much there yeah, um, um, for them yeah. to have made it up. But I, I don't think the CIA wrote. I don't either, but it's... Song. I mean, it's, it's a kind good of a podcast. It's 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 a it's a well written song. The CIA had a uh, had kind of a the long haired kid that they had no job for, and so they gave him the task to to write a Scorpion song. And right, I mean, they, the CIA would have written a lot better song, right? Oh, I think it would have been a much worse song. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Would have read more yeah. like a Miranda writes than. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but did did Pink Floyd actually uh, record "Dark Side of the Moon" to sync up with "Wizard of Oz"? That's that's the real question, and uh, that's not actually the real question. I remember when I heard. I just that didn't first. hear this podcast, so I don't have anything else to add to it. When I first heard that Pink Floyd thing, I was like twelve or something. And it kind of blew my mind. How about I think it? that they did it on purpose because they needed to find a way to make watching "The Wizard of Oz" excruciating. <laughs> and, and terrible Pink Floyd sucks And so does Wizard of Oz <laughs> No, The Wizard of Oz is fine uh, I don't really like hey, it I, I often agree with that Pink Floyd take But I do like Dark Side of the Moon It just doesn't sound like rock and roll to me It's not well, loud, it's not, it's not upbeat It's, not it's rock just, and roll. It's just hog rock or Floating through is. space and boring And I'm probably going to offend somebody By saying no, I'm that I'm sure you but... offended a lot of people Including our, our own uh, Floyd guy who's now rolling around in his dug up grave i like yeah. i've heard floyd council's music and it's more rock and roll than pink floyd i'll tell you that he's he has a song about like having a gun and a knife and using both on you well what i pink mean that's floyd, pretty dangerous what pink floyd uh lacked in in hard rocking they made up for in their in their 70s marketing within their shirts and their album covers that seems like everybody owns probably mm-hmm. none of those people actually listen to pink floyd because um i like them but it is a labor often to <laughs> to uh to to get through like dark side of the moon you have to go through like a 12 minute bell chime to get to, to get to one song so pink floyd had a thing in the 90s speaking of like conspiracies and the cia thing it was called like the enigma and it was some elaborate puzzle for fans to solve. And that was in like 1994, I think. And it's never been solved. <laughs> it's like... We made if, it if too any, hard. Yeah, if, if anything could be more Pink Floyd, <laughs> I think that's it. 
like they put a puzzle there oh, and that's it's, a good podcast it's Possibly too elaborate to and boring to decipher <laughs> i wish you were here's a pretty good song i mean it's it's well written it's just it just doesn't sound like rock and roll to me. All right. Hey, what about the thing we we debated sort of about the greatest American rock band? You thought I was uh, stupid for saying the Eagles, but they got a lot of hits. I know they suck, but well, they got a lot yeah, of hits. Yeah, what's what's greatness? <laughs> Sugar true. Ray is the, the greatest American rock band. Because <laughs> that guy was so handsome. Until Hanson, he quit. Hanson that, is the greatest American rock band. Until uh, he quit to be on entertainment tonight. <laughs> on that note, guys, I, I do have to go, so... Um, my vote is Pearl Jam, but I know, I know. Oh, we should have talked about Pearl Jam, the song. Next time, next time. Well, we're gonna have a, a, hey, let's a talk little last bit. Dance. Let's talk Last Dance next week because uh, I finished it and um, I have a lot of, a lot of thoughts, fun, a lot of thoughts. Oh, it'll love, be timely then. I love this. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it. Not that I am against it, but you got to watch ten hours of basketball this week. <laughs> That's your. Oh, number. I but. Um, it's good and it's, it's really well done i, I i'm I like sure that. it is i just yeah, don't know much really i just don't know much about basketball it's not that i dislike it i just don't know a whole lot about it but this is your your shot to learn i did read uh last year the jeff perlman book about the lakers dynasty because alex podligar helped me win that oh yeah you uh, should read you twitter should read thing. his book about the 86 mitts that's well you you gave that to me oh you, yeah well you you let me borrow it back in like 2007 or something and I really liked it. And I remembered liking that book and I knew the author was pretty good. So even though I didn't know anything about the NBA, I read that book. I think it was called Showtime and I really enjoyed it. Nice. All right. Well, maybe next week, John and I can talk last dance and Gordon, you can, you can, uh, I'll come back with more <laughs> like, research bullet points about Pink Floyd. <laughs> Who's <Yeah>. Michael Jordan? <laughs> well, I feel like, yeah. I feel like we got, we got nothing accomplished in this podcast and that's, uh, Maybe we should it's do okay. it again Monday. No, it's fine. Last week we we had a very serious guest on, and uh, this week we we don't. So they can't all be award winners, can they? For real, it's yeah. just all it's about quantity at this point. That's right. Hey, people are listening. I, I was stopped on the street um, walking our dogs the other day by a couple in my neighborhood who said uh, they How really enjoyed listening. Yeah, they really enjoyed listening to us, nice. and uh, they like the way um, we are. Um, genuinely curious when we ask people questions and just said there was it was a, a good listen they're glad that we're here and, and that uh, I person thought it was, was really sweet no, i thought it was really sweet <laughs> and i told them to uh please step back because they were too close to me we're not six feet away. <laughs> 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 and then we're, I we're, we're nothing if not good to our fans 